Listener Production. Which building material supplier almost single-handedly pushed the market higher? And why did shares in Maya take a tumble today? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday the 8th of August. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, Tuesday's behind us. It's been quite an interesting week because yesterday we had barely any movement. It was a New South Wales bank holiday, but we did fall slightly. Today, it looked like we we're going to reverse those declines completely until the market ran out of steam this afternoon. I'm still going to say we had our first positive session for the week because we were up two points. Yes. Better one, than nothing. 1.9 points. That's a lift of <laughs> 0.03%. But you're right. I mean, technically, it was an improvement. It's better than nothing. And as you alluded to, we were higher in the session. I was, I was so ready to say we reversed all of Monday's gains, yep. but we couldn't quite get there. We ended, ended up basically flat. We seemed to lose some of those gains as the market responded to some disappointing earnings results. We had a fall in US futures and some underwhelming data out of China as well. Yeah. So in the first hour of trade, our market was up almost half a percent. So it was looking pretty good. And if you look at a chart of the day, we kind of just kept falling for for the um, the duration of the session. And you're right, with China, that kind of did play a pretty big part just past 1pm Sydney time. So with about three hours of trade left on the day, and this was an update on trade. So how much China's exporting and bringing into China. And for the most part, they underwhelmed. So Exports out of China compared to a year earlier, 14% lower pretty much, 12% uh, drop for imports as well. So just adding to the sluggish data coming out of China in recent months and really was one reason why mining stocks didn't do so well for most of the afternoon. Exactly right. So mining stocks were some of the best in the morning, but they ended up being down at the end of the day, which was a little bit disappointing. Healthcare did the best, rebounding from falls in recent sessions. We saw tech and energy stocks doing okay as well. Financials ended the session basically flat. We only saw two of the four major banks posting improvements. Consumer staples did worst, dragged by the likes of Coles, Woolworths and IGA owner Medcash. Yes, really quite an uninspiring performance across the whole market. So six sectors rose, five fell, and I think markets at the moment seem to just need another catalyst or two. And it could just be that investors are worried about what might happen in the second half of the week when we get a few more profit results coming through and also inflation out of the US, which is going to be very important potentially for what happens to interest rates and how markets are being calibrated as far as their expectations for the US economy. So I think there is a bit of wait and see mode um, you know, going on at the moment in markets. We also got some business and consumer surveys being released today. So in a nutshell, consumer confidence has continued to fall, even mm-hmm. though the RBA kept rates on hold for two consecutive months. People are still struggling with the cost of living. And also there's an ongoing concern that interest rates could be pushed higher because the RBA keeps saying they're very data dependent. So we don't know what's going to happen. They keep using the term may need further tightening. So this has also got people a little bit worried. On the other hand, from the business survey perspective, we're still seeing prices being quite elevated and they're passing on these costs to consumers And that's why the cost of living is so high, unfortunately. Yeah. And you would think perhaps, I mean, that's the fact that the Reserve Bank did keep rates on hold earlier this month for a second straight month might have provided at least a little bit of a boost to sentiment, but not really. I mean, consumers are still deeply pessimistic for the the one that was, there was two surveys out today, but the Mm. one from Westpac and the Melbourne Institute that they release on a monthly basis, the, the read there on sentiment or confidence is at 81 
Mm, anything, down 0.4%. Exactly. So anything below 100 is basically like pessimistic territory. You've got to get above 100 is, you know, that's the, the level where you start getting um, markets feeling or consumers feeling yeah. more optimistic. So a very long way to go at the moment. Exactly right. And that could have weighed on our markets as well with those things coming out today. Moving on to particular stocks, we saw Maya under a bit of pressure today after providing a trading update of it uh, ahead of its final results due to be released during September. So some of the key points in today's updates included an upgrade to profit expectations by at least 15%, but could be as much as 21% for the full year. This means they now expect profit between $69 and $73 million in the full year. They also highlighted that sales were up 12.5% over the year compared with 2022. But if we look at just the second half, we saw sales were up only marginally and online sales got a bit of a boost too, but they were still down over the full year. But what investors really seem to hold on to, though, was comments from its CEO flagging that uncertainty will continue into the new financial year due to the ongoing dampening in the wider economic environment. So we saw Maya shares down 14% today. And for those wondering um, why Maya doesn't release its results in August, like most other companies, is that their trading period is a little different. So their year wraps up on the 29th of July. So it takes a bit longer for, for them to come out with the results. But so they reckon in the second half of the year, so from late Jan to late July, their profits could be between four and eight million dollars. In the first half of the year, that was sixty-five million dollars. So that's a pretty big decline on what we saw six months earlier, which obviously was disappointing. Keep in mind it's been one of the best performing retailers on our share market going back. So back in 2022, it rose over 50% paid out one of its biggest dividends in almost a decade and also delivered record sales as people were returning to physical stores. But And this uh, is unsurprising because we've heard all the retail stores, yeah. or most of them anyway, coming out and saying that trading conditions have been slowing. We keep seeing this in, in sort of retail trade data and things like that. So Spot on. And building materials supplier James Hardy actually went in the other direction today. It was the best. It rose 14.5%. Now, it was the largest contributor to the, the Aussie market today, which doesn't happen very often because it's the 26th largest company. So it's not really generally one that drives markets in neither direction, but released some quarterly results, said that sales have fallen by 5% over the prior three months. Profits have also declined a bit. Sales actually fell in its, most, in its largest market, which is uh, North America, but was also quite cautious about the outlook for the housing market, but markets still tended to like this result. It was still above what market expectations and analysts were generally expecting, which I think is what investors reacted to today. And interestingly, James Hardy's actually higher by 77% so far this year. Today, its shares hit its highest level since March 2022. So that's why we saw it giving the market a nice boost. Coronado Resources was another one on the radar today. They were another one on the losers list, though. In fact, its shares were the second worst on the ASX 200, down 12% after reporting an almost 25% dip in revenue in its first half earnings. So this was driven by a fall in sales volume coupled with a drop in coal prices. It also flagged high inflationary pressures and higher royalties. Its dividend really missed the mark as well, only paying out half a US cent to investors. Even though its profits beat expectations, it wasn't quite enough to excite investors. And worth mentioning as well, Sayuna Mining was the worst performer. It shares down 13% on no news today. 
Most of the energy stocks were down today as a, as a group, uh, partly because oil prices fell by a little more than 1% last night. But one exception was Woodside, which rose about half. That provided a bit of support to that, um, that sector. Uh, one of the reasons is it came out with an update where it said it's agreed to sell a 10% stake in its Scarborough natural gas project over in WA. So 10% stake worth about 800 million US dollars. Uh, that's about $1.3 billion in Aussie dollar terms. And this Japanese group that's buying it is going to commit to buying about 12 LNG or liquefied natural gas cargoes per year for the next decade. And Woodside will still hold 90% of that project. So obviously most of it. So looking ahead to tonight and tomorrow, of course, US earnings season is continuing over in the US. We'll have the likes of UPS, Under Armour. Do you wear Under Armour? I've got Under Armour shoes, I think, that I recently oh, bought. Recently? Wow. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. Have you given them a test run yet? Um, I went walking with them. Do you know why I bought them? <laughs> because the other sneakers I had, I hadn't worn them for so long that when I took them out of the box, there was mold all over them. <laughs> so disgusting. I was like, I have to throw these out. Start, um, you know, time to start afresh. Maybe so, you need to start walking more often then, it seems. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Why are they moldy? Well, I, I, you know, I do jujitsu as my oh, choice of sport true. and you can't really wear sneakers on the mat. It's yeah. frowned upon. Please don't. So, yeah. How about tomorrow? We've got a few things as well, don't we? We do. Reporting season over here in Australia is starting to ramp up. So we have CBA. That's the second biggest stock on the market and also Suncorp due to release their profit results. And then we get some inflation stats out of China, which um, is likely to show that prices are not going anywhere up in a hurry yeah. <laughs> anyway. If anything, they might be um, falling a little. So that always could a sign. It could potentially, it could just show that, you know, uh, the economy's slowing a little, not doing so well. And we've had just sign after sign and that's the case. So at some point, markets um, are going to really hope for more stimulus coming out of China in, in a significant manner rather than just talking. Talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of talking about it, but not too much action yet. Exactly right, my friend. Well, I think that wraps it up for the day. We'll it see does. if uh, things get a little busier tomorrow on the share market. Wouldn't be surprising to have a bit more of an eventful second half to the week. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.